Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet, and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. What's up? That's usually Tom's line, but I just stole it because I felt like stealing it, so I did. Ooh, highway robbery. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, you know what? I was in Indianapolis last week, so I feel like I'm 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 rocking the boat here, okay, kids? I don't know what that means. <laughs> well There ain't no ocean in Indiana. What's a good seventies song, but other than that I don't know what it means. <laughs> Whatever. <clears throat> Anyway, welcome to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life, and I did not need a reboot to say that, so yet. bravo me. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jacob Seelman, the yet is Tom Baker, and Blake Harris is in the WSIC studios for the first time, wearing Gamecock right. maroon? Is, yep. the, is, is it maroon? I'd say it's maroon. We play Alabama, so I gotta start getting I gotta start getting my hype up to play Alabama for us to lose by twenty one. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> you're setting yourself up for a huge disappointment. Something like that. Alabama will have you beat the. We have a new quarterback. But... Kirk Herbstreit actually picked us to beat Alabama, so that's getting me. That's well, terrifying. You know, you got to go out on the limb now and then. But yeah, not gonna happen. <laughs> That's Anyways, be, yeah. Anyway, Red, Red, also known as James Mellick, is punging buttons, and I think just tried to jump in there. Yeah, I just I tried didn't to catch it in time. Tried to jump in there. And, yeah, you know, you're saying that they had South Carolina to beat Alabama. Well, I don't know. They don't even have their starting quarterback right now. So Did we want our backup through for like 300 yards last week with Holinsky? So yeah, but <laughs> it's going to be a tough. He's one, a lot better than this Jake is a racing Billy, show. Me. We can talk football on another show. Yeah, well, we do have a lot of racing to talk about, we going all do. the way back to the BC 39, which I know we'll discuss during this show. Uh, uh, some Zeb Wise kid who I said was going to do things, well, he went and did things and won the race. Yes. Much excite. Wise won one. Yes, uh, he did. And and really, what a story that was, and we'll talk about oh, it for later. Sure. But um, I think, yeah. do we have sound or we don't have sound? We will have sound. We will have yes. sound. It'll okay, be so we'll later. Have it'll be later in the show, but we will have sound. Okay. Um, in the first part of this show, though, we're going to have NASCAR. Of course, Indianapolis happened, and that means the playoffs are getting ready to happen, which is fun. So we'll talk all things Vegas, too, during this show, because all three series are back in action this weekend. But first, we're going to have the action of this break. Motorsports Madness, powered by My Computer Career, back right after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. 
Ballin Street? Girlin Street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. That's fitting. Can we talk about trucks in this segment? Talk about anything you like? Okay, well, that's true. It is my show. So, <laughs> Welcome back to Motorsports Badness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Blake Harris. Uh, James Mellick is punching buttons and running boards yes, and making us you know, sound halfway decent and... Well, <laughs> too bad I'm he not... can't make us look any better. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even going to go me, there. That would be impossible, but anyways. <laughs> and since it is my show and Ross Chastain brought us back from commercial break, we're going to talk trucks because we can. Okay, let's talk trucks. Perfect. They've been off for two weeks, so yes. that's a start. And I think what's notable about this weekend's race in Vegas is it is the first cutoff race in the Truck Series playoffs, which means it's all or nothing for some people. It's the first cutoff race in the NASCAR playoffs. It is. Which is, I think, just as significant. It's it because the Cup Series just starting their playoffs and Xfinity finishing their regular season. I don't know why NASCAR can't get all that straight, but um, it it's very confusing. But the Truck Series cutoff race at Vegas, and to me, I don't think there's a better track to choose for a cutoff race than Vegas. And the reason why is because I think it's one of the most aggressively driven tracks that the trucks run all year. And this race is going to be, as Sterling Marlin liked to say, a slobber knocker. <laughs> Everybody, That's the word you pick? Slobber knocker. Okay. You're going good old JR with that one. Everybody's got their eyes on this race. Everybody's worried what could happen at this race. The only two people that are comfortable heading into Las Vegas this weekend are Mike Beam and Brett Moffitt. Absolutely right, because they've won everything there is to win in the playoffs so far. So they're set. Life is golden. 
Well, yeah, and and I well, I don't know if I want to say they're the only ones that are that that are safe. I think there's there's a few of the truckers that are pretty, you know, unless they crash and finish. 30th I, I i think you've got three or four that are going to round two it, that we have seen that happen before that's why i said moffitt being locked in is yeah the only one that's truly yep. safe i mean i think if you're i think brett and ross are good <coughs> excuse me i think brett well, and ross we know are good. we know brett is good i think i think ross is good and and i i think stewart as long as nothing stupid happens i think stewart makes it too the rest of them I'm not too sure about because uh-huh. you've got, I mean, Stewart's 44 off the lead, basically. Um, you know, and then you've got Crafton at 45, Hill at 46, Finger at 48, Sauter at 50, and even Ankrum at 62 is not too far back to, he's, to well, he's sneak 18, into this. He's if he, 18 points. See, you're talking about off the lead. That's not what matters. But, off the cut line is what matters. But and Ankrum being 18 back, I, and even Tyler has said it already, he calls 18 back must win because you're not in a truck series field with only 32 trucks. You're not going to make up 18 points on two guys. But he didn't call it must win. He was here last week and he said, we've got to go into this believing that we need to win, but we really don't need to win. He simply needs to, he needs to worry about Graham finger. He needs to worry about Austin Hill and he may need to worry about Matt Crafton. If, if two of those three have a bad day and Tyler can just run top five, top six, he's in. But he's, what do you define as a bad day? Well, outside the top 20, outside that- the top 20. And we know that that can happen. We've seen it happen with every one of these guys at one point or another, other than end finger, who is probably going to skate in to round two, um, again, without winning anything. Um, but I I feel like both Ankrum and Sauter need to approach it like they need to win, but they don't actually have to win in order to, to advance to round two. They've just got to get enough stage points. That's going to be the key. You have got to get stage points. You cannot, these guys aren't going to advance without scoring some significant stage points. Yeah, and see, that's the problem. While they're scoring stage points, so more than likely, so are the guys that they're they're chasing. That's the problem in a small truck series field where there's only 12 or 13 guys realistically that can score stage points every single week. Uh, You basically have to go out acting like you have to run top three in both stages if you're Tyler Ankrum and hope that the rest of those... Yeah, or solder, and hope that the rest of the guys run 8th, ninth, 10th, and that's if you're lucky. If the other guys that they're chasing run top five in the stages, I believe it is a must-win situation, period. You hit the nail right on the head. What I was going to say, what he needs to worry about, which you really cannot control this weekend, is a lucky break. Yeah. I feel I feel like if the top six drivers that are up there now have to have a terrible day for him to be able to make that top six cut line, and I, to be honest, unless that happens, I do not see Ankrum making this playoff. No. See, see, I don't, I don't think. I, I certainly think his back is against the wall. Yes, it definitely. I is. don't believe that this is an absolute must-win. I don't. I've seen Tyler run mile and a halfs all year long and be consistently up front. But the key is going to be from qualifying forward. You have to be on the game. They can't afford to have a pit mistake. They can't afford to have. 
to be out of stage, you got to be in the top three to five in stage points in both of the uh, first two stages to put right. yourself in a position. And then you and have I, to finish top five. And I believe that this is, if if this, if there were any track that I would have faith in Tyler or Sauter for that matter, to be in that situation and be able to, to, to succeed, it's this one. And if there were any track where I could see chaos amongst the top six, because it is so aggressive and easy to put somebody in the fence or whatever, not even trying. It's um, Vegas. You know, it's Vegas. Yeah. I could see this is a very favorable scenario for both Ankrum and Sauter to to sneak themselves in well, because Johnny, I don't assume that the top six are all going to finish in the top ten. I John, don't. Well, and keep it keep in mind, it doesn't matter what. There's five spots here. It doesn't matter what Brett Moffat does. He has the golden ticket by right. winning. He's set. So right. it's five guys. It's Ross Chastain, Stuart Friesen, Matt Understood. Kraft, and Austin I'm just saying. Hill, I'm not Brandon buying Finger that right Friesen, now. Kraft, and Hill, and Finger all finish in the top ten. I'm not. Well, well if you see Ankerman, uh, I know it's Jacob's job to ask a question here, but if you see Ankerman Sauter possibly making it in, who do you see? We can ask questions. Who do you see falling out? Then? It's all. It's all. Austin Hill is immediately in my see, mind. See, I my I, I worry about freezing. I worry about crafting. Uh, M Finger seems to always be just good enough. Um, he is I the Ryan Newman of the truck series. He, Grant yeah. M Finger to me is the. <laughs> let's see how far I can get by being almost good enough driver in the in the truck series. Nothing against Grant. I think the world of Grant, but his whole year has been almost. And 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 that's where I think right. you get to the point where Ankrum and Sauter are going to be on a mission, and we all know Johnny Sauter's lack of a limit on what he'll do to do what he has to do. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's Ryan Newman. Okay, um, Ankrum is going to have to have some of that fire in his belly too, and I don't well, worry about the fact that he will because he's auditioning for a job next year. I mean, here's, yes. the, here's the deal. I don't worry. Uh, sorry, James. I'll uh, let you in sneak in here. I'll in just, just jump a in real quick. Yeah. Um, I know you said that it goes from qualifying to the race and so on and so forth. I honestly think, like as a guy who goes to the track. The second you unload, if you're fast in first practice, that's going to make it that much easier, and your team's going to be mm-hmm. motivated. So I think yep. for both yep. of those guys, oh, yeah. Sauter well, that's kind of and them, they all mean that it has to be fast. Like yeah. the second you unload, first practice at the end of it, you got to be one of the faster trucks. Well, I that think. means the guys have to, at the shop have to be motivated more than anybody this week getting well, that truck right. prepared. And look, if there's any team in this whole scenario that's been motivated, other than maybe Chastain and East Motorsports. It's Tyler Ankrum and DJR yes. Crosley. Oh, yes. Absolutely. I believe sure. that Tyler Ankrum has a chance to win this race. And I am I'm would go as far as to make him a better than 50-50 to win this race because it's his kind of racetrack. Oh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Jacob's uh, used to the bold statements. I think Tom is yeah. thunder. So really quick, really quickly here before we go to break, I'm going to make a point. I'm not worried about Johnny Sauter being able to point his way in. He's two points below the cut line. That's two positions. He's That's not going to e- treat it like that, though. No, he's, no, <laughs> no. he's not. I'm just saying I'm, the only person that needs to be uh, hovering over that red button is Tyler Ankrum. Four, and I was wrong. It wasn't 18. It's 14, which makes it a little bit better, but so still, still not good. Not, it's still not good. It's not Double, insurmountable. Ha- Trying to make up double-digit points in a 32-truck field where five to seven of them are going to be out by the end of the first stage because, you know, the truck series is not an easy task. With that, we're going to step aside. When we return, more Motorsports Madness, more crazy talk. We'll be back right after this. 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'll come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke located on Route 1 or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Under the category of how to have fun in the dictionary, I'm going to plug a picture of Reed Wilson. Yeah, it's been Reed Wilson's whole life motto. Yes. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Blake Harris, James Mellick punching buttons and uh, running that there board over there that our TV viewers can't quite see. But, well, you know, he's keeping us on the air. That's the important thing. And now we'll just keep going right up the ladder and go backwards a little bit to the uh, greatest race place, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and talk about the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Because, well, why not? I can summarize the Indiana 250 from last weekend in, oh, about four words. Kyle Busch won. Next. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's just not... The only good news that came out of all that is that four more wins and then Kyle's gone. Well, we, we hope. don't know that. <laughs> he keeps not. saying it. You know, the, the, I hope not. Again, the, this is the perfect example of why I keep saying we don't need cup drivers in Xfinity in the, or in the lower series. And the reason why I say that is because if Kyle Busch isn't in that car, more than likely Justin Allgaier wins. Guess what that does? Gives him a win. Guess what that does? Completely makes the playoff scenario different. Right. Now that Kyle Busch wins, he stole the win. He stole, I know he doesn't get playoff points or whatever, but my point is now Justin Allgaier just has a second, which Uh was still a great run. It was. You know, we just. But second. Second to Kyle Busch is not back-to-back Indianapolis Motor Speedway victories. correct. And I think the big thing here is that the Xfinity Series this year has been a story of three guys Uh fighting it out, and and then you've had right behind them, close, you've had all the junior cars, and look what happened on Saturday, if you take Kyle Busch out of this, because we don't need to talk about him winning an Xfinity race, it's not a big story. Allgaier actually won Xfinity, if you want to look at it that way, and two of the big three crashed. They crashed racing for the win, though. Uh, yes. Th- my point is, they crashed. So, <laughs> you, you what you what you ended up with is the third of the big three benefiting from that, but also, here Justin comes Noah Allgaier. Gregson. Allgaier and Gregson both showed some speed on Saturday. They did. And I I think maybe, and I hope this is the case, as we go into the playoffs, the junior cars are showing a little bit of speed because this could be really interesting if we could get them to be as fast as the the big three we've been talking about, plus Sindrick, who's the other wild card in all of this, in my opinion. Um this could be a, a, a tenacious playoff battle. I don't call Sindrick a wild card. I call no, him I the fourth. Not. Well, I'm. But He's got two wins. But again, I'm saying we got the big three. You got Cindric, who then, if you want to call it four, that's fine. But he's I do. He's the one that sort of snuck up on everybody here lately. But now you got the junior car showing some speed. If you get yeah. Gregson and Allgaier to be capable of running with those guys, oh my! You know, there's five Game six on. guys yeah. in the playoffs, and and boy, and that's something Chevrolet's shown all year. They've shown speed later it's got into the year, even in the Cup Series. It started out all Toyota and Ford to start the year. Chevy started to turn it on late, and it looks like Chevrolet's even doing the exact same thing in the Xfinity Series. Uh, So we'll have to wait and see. I still want to throw it back to the winner, Kyle Busch, because I'm going to give this from a driver's perspective here. Even you'll listen If you listen back to a Larson interview when he was full-time in the Xfinity Series, he loved racing with Bush. They same all way, racing with Bush. Same way as like when I started moving up in the classes when I used to run the dirt track car, running with someone who possibly moved down, who I knew was a better driver than me, has made it farther than I was. I would love to be behind them and learn their line, learn well, how they're great. driving. But it was, again, here's the problem. But you- it also throws that horseshoe in the playoffs, which is another 
tea bit of a thing they have to worry about. We're talking about the big three reckon, but how about that Kyle Bush thing where they all have to outrun it? If they outrun Kyle Bush, that's even more an advantage. We for get them. into the playoffs. There ain't no Kyle Bush no more. Correct. There ain't no Cup guys no more, and that's exactly how it should be. I know all these guys. Oh, we love running against. Yeah, okay. Uh, every trucker in the world loves getting their butt kicked by Kyle Bush five times every year. I'm sure and they'll Greg all Biffle. tell you that they can't catch him. I mean, you know, in the, the 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 thing is, what happens? Kyle wins. Who's everybody talking about? Kyle Bush. They're not talking about the guys that need the publicity to get to the cup level. There's just no reason for this to exist anymore. Well, as a driver, I love that, that NASCAR is shrinking the number of races they can five run for, a piece for next well, year. Yeah, well, as a driver, a that would mean to me, I got to get better. I got to get faster. Can't outrun cup equipment. Sorry, that's that's been the problem. Oh, is, is at, we've got oh too many I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Try and tell me those junior motorsports drivers aren't in cup equipment. Rick Hendrick's a part but owner the, of that team. You can say that, but th- this is kind of my point. See that you've got about five or six cars, Christopher Bell's cup in the equipment. Xfinity series. Uh-huh. But when you combine that cup equipment with a driver with the experience of a Bush or a Harvick or a Logano or a Keselowski. You ain't beating them. Once in a great while, you beat them. Other than that, you don't. And you, it's pretty much over well, before well, it I'm, I'm chuckling, well, by the way, that you threw Harvick in there because Harvick hasn't raced an Xfinity race since the whole Chastain incident. But it's an incident. example of a, cu- <laughs> yeah. of a cup driver coming down who most of the time was either winning or finishing second or third in, in the Xfinity series. I These guys need the publicity more than they need to race with Kyle Busch. It's like you, you've got to... Be able to it, it, Xfinity is supposed to be your name is made here. Your yeah. name isn't made here if the top three in every race are Logano, Keselowski, and, and Bush. Well, but they haven't been of, most of the year. I understand that, but I'm saying that's the way it always was, and it's still yeah. every time Kyle Busch drops down ninety percent or better, he wins. Well, it's kind of, us made in the media world with them. It's kind of risk versus reward when it comes to publicity. Yeah, you're risking running against Kyle Busch and losing to him and not being covered at all, or you can get the reward by outrunning him. And then saying, "Hey, you got well, I outran Kyle Busch." In I'm the Xfinity series, it seems to be closer. In the Truck series, it's not. And in fact, I'm still gonna argue that the 51 truck has it's different than the other two trucks. Yeah, I wouldn't say know, different from the no, 46. No, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what's different. Rudy Fugel. If you had given Todd yes. Gilliland Rudy Fugel at the start of the year like Noah Gregson had last year, he'd be on track to make the final four. As it is, he's not even in the playoffs. My my argument there with KBM, there's one truly talented crew chief at that organization, Rudy Fugel. Well, I feel like the same way. That's how Hornaday got his championships. What was his crew Rick chief? Rick Wren. Yes, I feel like Rick Wren was more of a part of Hornaday's championships. Rick Wren was at KBM back when... All that, yeah, Rick, Rick Wren well. yes. so was the foundation of KBM yeah. when it started. I just, again, I, I just think we're in a time when we we need to, we need to, that's why I don't, when Kyle Busch wins, it's like, okay, one, now let's talk about yeah. the other guys. We don't need to be devoting time to Kyle Busch winning a college race. Well, we don't have to talk about Kyle Busch anymore because he's used up his seven starts this year. Thank so. God. And he used and up his five starts And this isn't just the Kyle Busch thing. All cup drivers. Well, my but, rule is the same. You win as soon as you win a cup race, you're not dropping Ross down. Ross Chastain has almost ran every cup race this year. He hasn't won one yet. As soon as you win a cup race, you're done. Okay, Ross what Chastain's about Justin Haley? To make his name. As can, soon as you win a cup race, Justin Haley's running for Xfinity Series points. 
So he has to be able to, if you're going to run full-time in the Xfinity Series, that's fine. Right. Winning a cup race when you're not declared for cup points is completely different. And let's be real here. I mean, you know. Yeah. We, we need to just, we need to have some common sense he about was the, the Dave, thing. He was the Dave Blaney Daytona 500 that never was. was right. Justin I mean, right. I, all I'm saying is that we need to make this so that, or at least if you're going to keep allowing this, stuff that's fine but justin allgaier gets first place points he gets first he gets he gets the same as if he'd won the race he gets the same amount of playoff points he gets winning money he gets everything i can tell bush wins and that's it he gets nothing right it's like you you can't you can't give you can't take points away from the guys that are fighting for the championship. It's too and and, the, and and they should stop allowing the cup guys to run within like three or four races of the playoffs too. They should so extend that. that what what would you say about Xfinity guys dropping down the trucks? We don't see that often, but we've seen that with Chastain, former Xfinity Brandon driver. Jones too. Yeah. Well, again, n- neither of them, as far as I know, have won an Xfinity race. Brandon Jones. Yes, Chastain has. Remember Daytona, July this year. Yeah, but he's running for truck points. Yeah, correct. Ross Chastain's run more NASCAR National Series events than any other driver, period. He's the Dennis Herb Jr. of NASCAR. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. For you dirt guys that are listening. It's it's just to, again, uh, you you need to get to a, we need to get to a point with this where we're not, interfering with a points chase and having people drop down and go cherry pick. And and again, it isn't just well, Kyle. I'm universal on this. Truck, si- truck series, there were no cherry pickers after Charlotte in May. Where are um, you making your living? If you're making your living in Cup, you stay in Cup. If you're making your living and you've won a race, you stay there. Well, technically. If you're making your, you're making your living in Xfinity and that's what you're running for points, then that's fine. Well, there's Ross Chastain's making his living running in all three series there's this a, year. There's what? a different thing with He's Bush, running though. for truck points. He's making a living as an employee, but when he comes down and runs trucks and Xfinity, Doesn't he's matter. making a living as an owner. Well, that's not your your points are in cup. His he's running for cup points. If he wants to play in Xfinity or beat up the kids in the trucks, that's fine. Got to run for truck points. You 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 can't. You you've got to keep this reasonable, if, because otherwise five races is reasonable. Well, oh, I think it's still too many, but that's I, I think I think it when, should be Daytona and Talladega. When, that's no, it. not when the no. not when the truck series is a seventeen race regular season and Xfinity is a twenty six race regular season. Five no, races five out, out of that of 17, is piecemeal. Five out of seventeen has a huge effect on the championship chase, and it just doesn't need to be happening. Sorry, I, I'm not buying it. You 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 ruin the truck series when you let Kyle win a third of the races every single year, and you know he's going to win. Unless he breaks, he's going to win. It's, it's, you can't, there's no reason these guys need to do this. Didn't ruin the points battle Daytona, this year. It was Talladega. tremendous. Well, but get, wonder what it would have been if he wasn't in it. Um, well... If it would have been just as interesting, and with that, we're going to step aside and take a break, and Tom can pick up his argument right after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color 
color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. That makes for a good time for a public service announcement that Derek Krause is going to be back in the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series this weekend in Las Vegas. His first mile and a half start. <laughs> is that a PSA or just news? Which truck is he driving? Well, it, well, it's what public not, does that serve? I don't know. Other than Derek, Derek Krause family. <laughs> uh, the entire state of, Wis- of yeah, Wisconsin. There you go. Had to think about what where he's from. What truck is he in? Uh, the Bill McAnally truck, yeah, the 19. Back in those. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's going to be good, I think. Derek's really amped up about this one, and I think as he should be because he's had so much speed in the three truck races he's run already and finished top ten, I think, in all of them or two out of the three. So, you know, kids, I think, got a future at that level, and I think it's proof that Bill McAnally, if he wants to pursue that avenue, has a future in the truck series from an ownership standpoint. I don't know if he wants to, but he, he may have he, to with the way K and N West is going. He may be pressed into public. <laughs> We're talking about who is the bigger cherry picker of 2019, Bill McAnally or Kyle Busch? Well, <laughs> see, Bill McAnally's coming up from the West Series. That's well. Different. Here's an interesting, yeah, but here's uh, here's what where Blake I think comes from here, and yeah. it, it makes sense. 
within the K and N West series, there's Bill McAnally, and then there's everybody else. With with no disrespect meant to my friends at, at some of the other Sunrise teams, Ford, um, Sunrise, and you know Jefferson Pitts, whatever. The fact is that there's Bill McAnally, and there's everybody else. So, well, there is that. There is that little tidbit that Jefferson Pitts actually split up about a month ago. Yes, Jefferson Pitts split amiably yes. and and it's really it's a split but it's kind of like you go over here and do that part and i'll go over here and, and do, do this part, part and everybody will be okay and we're still gonna kind of yep. shuffle you know drivers back and forth whatever it's it's it it, it really works out better because right. jerry pitts wanted to go back to vegas and and base from there, it made more sense. It's more logistically efficient to do all of the junior late models and all of that from mm-hmm. there. And, and Jeff Jefferson can stay up more northwest in, in Washington and do you know the late models that he likes to do. So that's how that worked. But at the end of the day, you know, you get a driver like Derek or Haley or Todd, yeah. and this is you know the mentality you develop while you're running the K and N West is you're 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 just the the bee's knees because you're running cup equipment while everybody else has got you know not cup equipment you're Arca. expected and, to win and win championships right. and okay. that's that's the level that Derek Krause has finally finally gotten to this year well but it's the level and this is also where Haley is so uh-huh. everybody that's you know tooting Haley's horn here uh, okay but you know she's winning with equipment that's five times better than what what everybody else has. And she's doing it very aggressively. When she gets to the next step, whether it's going to be Narca or the Truck Series or whatever it's going to be next year, she's going to start running into a scenario where everybody has the same equipment. Now you're going to have to show that you can actually pass and drive and do those things. And if she can do that, good for her. But that's what happens with these drivers. Now, Todd was very competitive on the East Coast with McAnally stuff, too, and almost won the championship. If not for a blown tire. Right. Yeah. But, you know, you can get demoralized when you have a year like Todd has had. And I feel like that's what's happened here. I feel like he had this year last year where he should have won about five or six races and everything happened but the Castro oil sludge falling on him. And Uh he, he didn't win any of them. Okay, now you you know you get to this year and it starts bad, gets worse, and you got your boss, you know, basically you know flapping his gums in the media about how these guys just have to figure it out, blah blah blah. Well, you know what? That's not wise. Kyle need that. You know, there are some people that need to. So I I don't think any of that's helped Todd, and I I believe we'll probably see Todd back at DGR next year. That's my two cents. And I honestly think that's going to be a better situation for him. I hope so, because Todd Gilliland is not the driver he's shown to be this year. Todd Gilliland hasn't forgotten how to drive. No. This has been one of those years where you just can't hit the broad side of a barn. I just want to jump in there on Haley real quick. Haley Deegan. Yeah. Her crew chief is the son of Kevin Reed. Uh, he's the one crew chief in that. He's a right. young crew chief, so she's doing it with a young crew chief on a really good team out there. I just want to throw that, you know, the knowledge with the crew chief. Nothing, well, sure. nothing mean towards him. He's just young. Once she gets up to these next levels, she's going to have more veteran crew chiefs. So we just have to wait and see what she well, does. Well, I'm just, but I'm saying that the Rudy competition Fugle. equalizes as you go up. 
Yeah, um, it does for sure. I, you know, I agree. she ain't gonna have him. Um, you know, that's that's that that's the the challenge that's going to be faced here for for those, and it always is when you come from a lower series. Sam Mayer right now is an example of that in K and N. He's clearly with the very best team in that series. Um, Duh. You know, he and, was as well with that legend stuff when he was with Farbo. He was well, that's that what I, I'm, I'm saying. That's you know, the the challenge is going to be as you as you keep going up. And the competition gets tougher, and the equipment equalizes. Can you continue, you know, to to be as competitive, and can you rise to that occasion? I think Sam can, um, and I I I think Haley has the talent, but she's got to make some changes in the way she thinks about racing because well, you this isn't the Lucas Oil Off Track Series. You can't well, bulldoze your way through well, NASCAR. Well, you talked about work. GMS having the best equipment and Sam winning, but I'll, how about Chase Cabry? Not See, the best equipment, but outrunning no, Sam. But it, the thing is, is it, it first of all, let's give some credit th- yes. to 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 that group this year because Rev Racing has stepped it up, stepped it up, and 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 gotten some new personnel in there. And again, that's that's really important. Um, and Chase has shown that he can wheel with the best of them. And oh, by the way, I don't want to exclude, you know, any of the other teams from this. But it's it's clear that it's been basically for the most part a two horse race. Um, and I and I think, you know, when you look at the way that the year has gone, and that's what it's been in Arca, it's basically all Venturini all uh-huh. the time. Yeah, with a few yep. exceptions. Um, it's it's so. You know, you get the higher you go. When you get into NASCAR's National Series, there's no equipment advantage. There's multiple good teams in every single level of NASCAR. So, you know, these young drivers, they get kind of spoiled. And, you know, we all think, well, they're all going to they're gonna be geniuses because they dominated Canada. Well, let's hold on a little bit. Wait and see what happens when they get to the big boy series and run with the big boys. Then we'll see where they are. Stop and consider that in 17 ARCA races this year, Venturini Motorsports has won 13 of them. Yeah. That's all but four. And of the four that they didn't win, one of them was by Todd Gilland right. on a super speedway who was in, you know, those, those cars more or less are the same stuff as Venturini. Pretty much. Can you name the one driver who's won other than that? <laughs> in the ARCA series? Yeah. It was, it was, um... Was it at the dirt track? No. No, it was, it was, um... I'll give you a hint. Bryant, it's a blue um, oval. It was Bryant's... Yeah. Uh, Time Majestic. Time Majestic, yeah. yeah. At Charlotte. I was, Chad Bryant is what I was trying yes, to think of. Yes, you were, you were getting um, to Chad Bryant, and he won Charlotte, Pocono, and right. Chicago. And that's literally Another other than, guy who needs another great opportunity in the Xfinity Because right. he got stiffed at Roush. I mean, that's well, well. A lot of people got stiff this offseason <laughs> in the Xfinity Series. Yeah, <laughs> but but it's it's the idea that again, the the higher up you go, the more the equipment equalizes. That's mm-hmm. why when you look at a driver like Tyler Ankrum and you watch him come out in the Truck Series this year and do what he's done, you know that's a driver yes. that needs to be in a factory backed. You know, big time program because that boy can drive. Well, there are no factory back programs in the oh, truck series anymore. Toyota, well, not in the truck series, but I'm <laughs> saying, but what I'm saying is somebody needs to pick him up and carry him. 
Yes. You no, think? agreed, because he's got the talent. That's He's see, proven he that, has that talent. That's why it's so much fun. I'm going to burn the last five minutes on the biggest breaking news of the week that we haven't even talked about yes, yet. let's do because it. Because that's why it's so gratifying oh, to see no. Matt DiBenedetto get a shot in a factory Ford car with the Wood Brothers. That ain't gonna yes. mean nothing to twenty twenty though. I don't see I do I don't see him as a championship favorite next year in that car at all. I don't I feel like they're just building up all this hype and I feel like it's gonna still be Logano and Keslowski, then there's gonna be in that tier then he's gonna be in that tier with Here, let me James mute him. Let me explain <laughs> push his button and mute this him. This is why you see I, I love this is when you get a dirt guy that comes in and talks NASCAR. Uh, he's he he does a great job, except when it comes to stuff like this, because you aren't thinking the way that everybody else thinks. Let's go back to Ryan Blaney when he was in the twenty-one. How many races did that car contend for wins? He made a, a lot bunch. of them. How many he has it contended for wins with Paul Menard? Zero. None. Just like I predicted. Actually, I take that back. One, because Menard was the one who, uh, well, wrecked De Benedetto in the Daytona. <laughs> yeah, me, and, me and you were joking <laughs> well, about this on the way yeah. up here. Daytona aside, Paul yeah. Menard did exactly, has done exactly for that team what I said he would on this air. And well, everybody disagreed. No, well, he did. You didn't. fought me tooth and nail, Jacob Seelman. I point blank said that car would be out of the top ten in more races than it's in because that's the kind of driver Palmenard is. Bless him, he's a nice guy, but he is not an elite race car driver. Matt De Benedetto is. He will win races more than one in that car next year. He will be in the playoffs. Absolutely, he'll be in the playoffs. He's a wheel man. One hundred percent. Look what he's done for the ninety-five, and that he, car oh, is. He should have won. He should have won Bristol for yeah. him. I mean, if not for for Ryan Newman, the guy I'm looking at on the NASCAR site right now, the the <laughs> the, the Oscar Mayer wiener, um, <laughs> he would have won that race and been in the playoffs right now. And you know, he also contended at Daytona. Yes, so, he did. You know, had a chance to win there, and he's well, been in anyone the top can 10. contend at Daytona and Talladega. He's been in the top ten practically every race. For the last like month or two, and James Sonoma. can attest because he Jumped works in for at him. Sonoma, ran real good there. He's Top ran five. good over the last few months. Yeah. We've had a, we've then had again, it's road and, courses. We've seen yeah. Kurt Busch winning the Phoenix Racing Car at Sonoma, not and, win, but, but you yeah. haven't seen Paul Menard winning anything. Yes, he won in that fifty-one car at Sonoma, Sonoma when he drove for him. Kurt no, Busch he finished not, third in that. Yes, car. he did. He had a chance to win. He, did, but then he, he had, had a chance to win, and it didn't happen. Tire or car issue, something at the end, and he came back to third. Yeah. Yeah. So, and again, Marcos Ambrose winning there. But you're getting off track. The point is, he Matt DiBenedetto is way better than Paul Menard ever was. And everybody, well, Paul never got any equipment. Bull. That 21 is the same equipment Ryan Blaney had. And there isn't even a comparison in the level of performance between the two drivers. With DiBenedetto, that car goes back to a front runner, back to the playoffs. And back to contending for wins. A freaking men, thank you. And even with you going with that, you can even go as far as going back when he was at RCR. Newman raced for a championship while he was there at Homestead. It wasn't Clint Boyer part of that team, too, or he already left by then? I think Boyer Boyer was with MWR by then. Right. I mean, that's all I'm saying is is that, um, and, and again, you know, I'm not, Paul Menard is not the worst driver, but Paul Menard has always been a, a 10th to 20th place driver who occasionally, like he did at Indy, would step up and find a way to win. But other than that, that's that's it. And and Matt DiBenedetto has proven to be 
He he and Ross Chastain are both the same kind of driver. And both of them, if you put them in elite cup cars next year, would be contending for the championship. Matt DiBenedetto will be in the playoffs, I, I believe. Uh, Ross Chastain, well, he's still waiting on that elite cup ride. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that I don't was see a, anyone, any other Elite Cup run opening here at the offseason, though. No, I don't think there's going to be is one for Chastain. I think Chastain is probably the best bet for him if, if it can happen. Is Kurt retiring is, at the end of 2020? Well, or whenever. But I, I'm saying for next year is the 10 car. If it can happen, the 10 car in Xfinity is the best oh, bet for Chastain. Without a doubt, no. Yeah. That call, they just got to find the, the dollars to Yeah. Do. Speaking of the college car, I want to talk about that coming up in our next segment because that'll... That'll be a good talking point because the guy who's running it this weekend is uh, go- driving off into the sunset in a really, really cool He's way. He's driving back, what was it, to the south side? Was he born on the south side or north side of the house <laughs> when it comes to, come to Warden Elliott? Who, oh, who now I'm thinking about? of the Burtons. Never yeah. mind. Wrong racing family. Stop. Stop. That Blake, you go, go back in your corner. I'm going to get us <laughs> to break. We'll be back with more Motorsports Madness and a rebooted Blake coming up in a couple of minutes. Don't go anywhere. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. 
Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ag Council. Hi, this is Ty Ingram, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Funny, we were talking him up earlier. Yep. <laughs> Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Blake Harris, James Mellick is still running the board. And as I alluded to before we went to our last break, this segment, I want to talk about Elliot Sadler for just a minute. Why? A, because it's my show and, and I can, and B, because he's driving his first ever late model scheme this weekend with his late model crew chief, Chris Rice, sending him off into the sunset in the calling 10 car. Yeah. Now tell me what would be a Hollywood script. If Elliot Sadler goes out and wins this weekend at Vegas, are, are you going to tell me that you don't like people that aren't running for playoffs Ho- hopefully being in this a, field? Hopefully it's a premier opportunity there. Elliot <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me. If y'all don't get that, Elliot's brother, Hermie. I, I, I get it. Yeah, okay. I get he it. gets it. <laughs> yeah, I, get it. I think anyway. it would be so, fantastic for that organization to win. And I'm not saying that just for the fact of it's Elliot Sadler or anyone like that. Everything that organization has been through with the loss of Nick Harrison. Yes. And now Chris Rice coming over and winning and going back to the old times like they did. I think it would be great for that. Well, I think it would be great, too. Um, now, you know, with that said, I don't see that happening, but it, it Oh, come could. on. That it, 10 car is, is That, that I mean, car is capable of winning. But, you know, the, the, the funny thing with Elliot for me is I, I, I just hope this isn't going to turn into – Elliot Sadler being the kiss of NASCAR racing where like next year it's, Oh yeah, we'll all come out and run two races. And then we have the farewell reunion. Farewell <laughs> I again. feel like Boston. No, I'm really gone comparison. this time. Kind of tour. <laughs> That's all I, I mean, I love Elliot. Don't get me wrong, but you're either in or out. Come on. You know? Um, but, but yeah, it would be great for, for that team. I love. He only ran two races this year. Yeah, I know, but still it's like, okay, we're, we're hyping. This is I'm really leaving this time. Yeah. And he's running and his he, late model paint scheme. He so was, now you yes, go. he was, quoted as saying he knows in his heart this is the last time he's ever going to strap into a race car then if he can he win did and flip if that's a good the bit case of times, it might have hurt you know, his memory a little good bit. for him if he can win he, good for him. he did not say it was going to be his last time strapping into a race car at homestead last november i know i was there i promise <laughs> but when you retire from full-time competition you're presumed that you're going not to, I mean, and even with junior, it's like, okay, junior swears this, he's done now. He's got yeah. no more commitments. He's done. I want him to be done. All not right. because I don't like him for his own safety. Back with more motorsports madness right after this. Don't go anywhere. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? 
Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. I'll make Blake happy and talk about dirt for 30 seconds and plug Casey Kane's dirt team because Brad Sweet is back on top of the World of Outlaw Points, Tom. Where In a year where so many people didn't believe Brad Sweet could hang, the big cat's hanging. Well, he, hung, he hung above the cushion last night. If he'd have stayed on the bottom, he would have won that race. I know, but he's already won 14, so it's okay. I mean, I don't think I don't think Brad Sweet believed Brad Sweet going into the year would win 14 races. I mean, I just no, I don't I, think I don't, so either. I don't think so. I I think we were correct to not believe that because this has been an exceptionally great year, and I'm happy to see it because somebody needed to at least try to kind of fake challenging Donnie shots for a championship. This ain't you fake know, challenging this is anymore. Not fake. That's what I'm saying. It's it, it, You know, you wanted somebody to at least pretend like they were going to run with them, and what we've got is a bonus. Brad Sweet is, is legit, and I think, you know, we need this because the Outlaws have been the shot show for too long now. No offense to Donnie, but we just need competition for to, to generate new interest in a series like that. And this year has finally been the year when there have been a couple of teams that that uh, have shown capability, and Brad obviously is leading that charge. Um, I don't think he's going away. I do believe that this is, you know, the next uh, several weeks, you're going to see this go right down to the wire, and I hope it does. The last well, time that it went down to the wire was Darren Pittman in yep, 2013, and yep. he beat Donnie. And that yep. was the year Donnie, it was his first year with that Last crew chief as well. I think we oh, all... with Ricky Warner. Yes. Yeah. That's why I'm saying we if went... it, if you give Donnie a year, he's gonna come back and kick yes. your butt. Like I... 
I said we this all was the predicted only year. it earlier yeah. this year. First year with a new crew chief. We all predicted Brad Sweet. This was his year yep. to win a title if he year. was going to. Yep. We never predicted Gravel would be in the mix. Gravel's not in the mix anymore. I hate saying that, but it's true. He's he's far enough back now that I don't. I well, don't he think was in the mix. We still didn't win, expect yeah. that. He'd have to win out and then Just have to, help. He's 120 know. points out. Yeah. yeah, he would have to get back to winning five or six yeah. more races. He just hasn't been as consistent as he's needed to be. Whoever thought the sprint car points chase would be close and both the late models were out of hand. Yeah, well. It's atypical, but... It is atypical. You know, again, you have those years like that, and, and I'm not short-changing shots. I mean, it's been no. a great run, but... I'm short-changing you right now, though. We're going view, to we break. We'll be back right after this. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. 
Goose Flash. Tom's looking at me funny. It's not breaking <laughs> well, news? Wake, yeah. It was no. Like, well, no, it's not breaking because it's a couple days old, but oh. news flash. So developing Well, stories. you can't use, you need a different voice for that, but Sorry. go ahead. No, Spencer flash. Boyd. Yeah. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Thank you, Boyd. There we go. Um, Spencer Boyd is back with Young's Motorsports this weekend. Oh, he is? Yes, he is. So that means that uh, the, the band is completely back together because Tyler Dipple returns as well. Yes, well, Tyler Dipple returns to... I'm never mind. I'm not going to get into the whole that whole thing. Let's just say I'm glad that NASCAR righted that in a hurry because they should have and just well, yeah, leave it. All I'm at saying that. is the, now you've got the original three yes. from the beginning of the season: yep. Gus, Tyler, and yep. uh, Spencer. Yep. Yeah. And I, and you know Tyler Dipple's comment was you know he's never been more happy to be back in a truck than well, sure. going to Vegas. And I'm sure after having well, to sit out Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, uh, that that is extremely true. Whatever else it did, if it humbled him a little bit. You know, that's good. And I'm not saying he needed to be, but it's never, you know, life lessons like that are never bad mm -hmm. to learn. I mean, that's it. He's going to learn from that. And, and hopefully, um, you know, he appreciates everything more and, well, and has my, a new perspective. I mean, again, my frustration with that whole deal is it was the fault of somebody else and Tyler got stiffed for not, it. Yeah, but yeah. not really. Because, again, if Tyler, it, you can't discount the, the fact that Tyler was stopped. For something that doesn't relate to drugs that doesn't he was pulled over for a traffic violation and and it's not the first rodeo here so Fair point. all i'm saying is that you know you, you young person you think you're kind of invincible he's certainly not alone in that category and i'm i'm just saying that i don't it never hurts once in a while to be reminded of how fragile life can be and how fragile your profession can be Fair you enough. Know, because I'll give you that. I think he comes back now with a whole new enthusiasm. You can't take it for granted anymore. No, I, I do agree with he that. He comes back with a he comes back with enthusiasm, but he also comes back with a chip on his shoulder to run good for the rest of the well, year because he sure. has been their best driver. Oh, for sure. Go ahead, James. Oh, okay. I thought James wanted to interject something, but that, yeah, I, I mean, I think I just think Tyler needs to, you know, put it behind him. And then, you know, and, and then let's, uh, you know, let, let's move forward. And, and, you know, I'm excited to see him back. And I think I think we all I are. think having Spencer back. I think that's a good move for Spencer. And I mm -hmm. think, it, you know, so this is a this is going to be an interesting race. I think there's a lot of these guys. The track with the Young's Motorsports trucks could figure into the top 10. You do that and you're figuring in with the points. Exactly. Guys. So, no, you're right. You know, yeah. hundred percent on yeah. that. Uh, so. I want to shift gears now for a couple of minutes and kind of get the conversation started before we go into our next segment and hear from the driver who has made waves in the dirt world over the last year. Tom, I, I want to talk about the dirt track in Indianapolis Motor Speedway, the BC39, and, and the biggest news out of all that I don't even think was the winner or the finish for Wednesday night, though both of those were huge. Uh, the biggest news here is IMS made, the, made it permanent. It's not going so anywhere. So happy about that. Did we ever think there was a doubt? Well, yes. it was temporary last year because if the board didn't like it or didn't see the value, then yes, they were going to tear it up and go back to parking. But now it's permanent. Well, Which I'm glad because this is an amazing, not only major facility, but an amazing track. As you can see, especially with that Wednesday night finish, oh my, what a race. We'll get, we'll get there. Well, of course, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that was... <laughs> That was I think that could have happened anywhere. But yeah, that that's um I don't think there should have been any doubt that, that that Indianapolis is 
this huge piece of property. Putting a dirt track there makes perfect sense because you bring in an audience that probably otherwise doesn't come to the Brickyard 400 and maybe some of them stick around. I think they mm-hmm. need, to, uh, I, if I were Indianapolis, I'd be wanting to put a small oval track in there. I mean, Ooh, I, short I, track. I mean, they, they well, need, you know, put a short track oval in there. If you, you know, the more you can use that facility, the better. I think having the dirt track is a great idea. And boy, you're right. It has produced some amazing racing. I was well, just about to ask you that. Do you think they use it more than just one or two times a year? Oh, they yes, used to have definitely. a track called 16th Street Speedway that was an old baseball park yeah. there that they turned into a dirt track. They used to use that Missed for that weekly place. shows. Yeah. Do I don't know. I don't know that you ever that see. Like I don't think you see the IMS dirt track become for weekly shows. No, maybe James no. once but a month or possibly once every two or I, I was going to say I could. I see a couple of special events on tap. The BC thirty nine is going to become an annual tradition. We know that. Sure. Uh, in addition, I believe you'll see them. Ho- it depending on when the BC thirty nine falls, you could see either an Indiana Midget Week race added or. And Indiana Sprint, I think Indiana Sprint Week is the logical next step at the end of July for that track because you've got a premier race for the midgets. You need a premier race for non-wing sprint cars. And I could even potentially, if they do it right, I could even see a World of Outlaws race there. I would love to see because they are in dirt car UMP country. I'd love to see a summer nationals race, get late models on it. That could be fun. Well, I mean, you could do that. And, and again, I think... You know, this is, we need to have a short track week in yes. Indianapolis. Yes. I've been saying for years, you need you need to have a short track week. So let's say, for example, you could, you have, maybe you don't do it. Well, of course, the Brickyard's going to move anyway. But um, correct. So, so let's say that, that you have the BC 39 next year. You also have, I mean, the Super Modifieds are going to, LOR or LORP or whatever it Warp. is today. Warp, Warp. Is, it, is, is it a P? So LORP. Um, so, you know, you've got supers going out there. You could just as easily add a big late model race. You could add a break, big sprint car race. You could add, I mean, have a full week of of like a, a Lollapalooza for short tracks. Well. And have one ticket for every event. Yes. And I think you would you would draw a bunch of fans if you did it that way. I don't well, disagree. Well, Charlotte, they don't do a whole week. They do a whole weekend right before the World Finals with that short track World Championship they have at that dirt track mm-hmm. running all your local divisions. Right. Being somebody who's been to it every year is one of my favorite races. Some of the guys I've used to race with up there. Right. It just means so much to a local driver around here to just to say they've Charlotte. won a Charlotte. Well, and saying. that's exactly yeah. what Doug Bowles told me was that, you know, you're, you want to give your neighbor, as he called it, an opportunity to race at IMS that might not otherwise have right. the money to go NASCAR racing or go IndyCar racing, the, but they want you know then they can say I raced at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. This is why I'm saying if you could put a, a you know a, a half mile oval, you know, in there um, somewhere, and you know and have all of that concentrated at IMS because IMS doesn't directly benefit from anything at LORP, right? But you know you could you could have it all. I mean, you could have supers, you could have late models, you could have sprint cars, you could have midgets, you could have micro sprints, you Absolutely. could do whatever. I mean, you could literally make this a huge event and get people to, you know. And I think it would be I think it'd be amazing. Now you'd have to do it at the right time of year, which I think this right. is probably the time of year you'd want to do yeah, it. Yeah, and that's the hard you know? part with the BC thirty nine kind of being tied into the NASCAR week right now is what you know how's that going to shake out for twenty twenty because uh, at least this year the 
the uh, USAC set also has the big race at Knoxville that falls July 4th weekend. So there's going to have to be some fancy figuring done Once. in order to make all that happen. But to, to transition just a little yep. bit to talk about the actual racing, uh, Tom, I the emotions were high all week. But to see Zeb Wise win with Brian Clawson's number, yes. yeah. Brian Clawson's team, yep. being Brian's last development driver pick, how can you not love that? Zeb is Zeb is a, a driver that, you know, I think a lot of people feel like has a huge future. Amen. Um, and oh, we've, yes. we've known this for a couple of years. Um, for him at his age, on that stage, with that car number, in that situation, to go out and beat the guys that he beat. With a broken car, by right. the way. <laughs> yes. It proves the kind of driver that he is developing into. And, you know, I think it's awesome. I think it's great publicity for the event. I think it's great for Zeb for his career. Um, you know, I just that was that was a, a really wild two nights of racing. It really was. And we'll talk more about that coming up. We're also going to hear from young Zeb Wise coming up in our next segment because, you know, he, he won the race. I got a chance to catch up with him afterwards. And, and you know, even still, Zeb's been kind of speechless in the two or three days since then. You know, that was his comment. He says, I'm sitting here on the lake and I'm still thinking about the race. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil all of it because we want you to come back and, and, and listen to Zeb coming up. But that was just a highlight that I thought I'd share before we go to this break. So with that, we're going to step aside. And on the other side, a little more conversation and a lot of Zeb Wise coming up on Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. We'll be right back. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schrope Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. 
Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set ya. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. I don't even care that there's cameras on me. That's just groovy music. It is, yeah. Chandler, <laughs> Flashback, we get, Jacob Dancing with the Stars Chandler 2020. We hooked Chandler up well, didn't Hush. we? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputerguru.edu, training for a better life. Live from the WSIC studios in yes. Statesville, North Carolina. Yes, we're having fun tonight, we if are. you haven't we noticed. Always have we fun. always have fun. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Blake Harris, uh, James Mellick is running the board and getting our... Uh, resident uh, young winner queued up here because we're about to hear from Zeb Wise, who won the BC39. By the way, Tom, right before James plays this clip, I, I, I want to remind everybody, he went toe-to-toe with Kyle Larson. Yes. Kyle drove him up almost on the wall, and Zeb came back, fired a slider on Brady Bacon, and won. Oh, by the way. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, again, you know, Zeb is Zeb is not new to, no. to sliders and running with those guys. I think what 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 is new is that Zeb is now matured to a point where on I that agree. big stage, I he agree. still feels like, okay, I'm the fast guy tonight. You're going to beat me, mm-hmm. and that's really what I felt like that drive was. All right, so I want to I want to just preface this by saying this interview was conducted earlier this week i got a chance to catch up with zeb uh, he was home on the lake uh trying to soak it all in and had a lot to say so we'll no go to uh we'll, we'll go to the recording and hear from zeb wise winner of the bc 39 so zeb wise how's life been since the biggest moment of your racing career i mean what's i know the last few days was a bit of a media whirlwind has it finally you know settled down and started to really set in what you guys accomplished last week yeah you know obviously uh the first few days after um the big win i i did some media stuff at you know at the brickyard 400 and um got to do some pretty cool stuff out there obviously uh, you know my picture you know at the bottom of the pagoda is pretty special to you know to me and to me to me and the whole team so um you know that that's pretty cool for us but uh you know i'm back home in angola um you know, right now I'm just looking out at the lake. It's, it's kind of back to reality, you know what I mean? Back to school and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but it's unreal. It honestly really hasn't set in yet. I'm, I'm still thinking about it all the time, uh, you know, and I'm ready for the next race. 
what was that moment like when they unveiled your picture on the pagoda the other day? I know you you tweeted about it and and kind of asked is it, you know if this was really happening. I'm sure that to to put yourself along the likes of you know Pagano and you know Keslowski guys who have won on the big track, but you know to put yourself there as a winner at IMS, I'm sure had to be a bit of a surreal moment. Yeah, absolutely, and. Um, you know, they didn't tell me anything about it before, so uh, I was told that I was just going down there for an interview, you know, that's all I was doing, and I walked down there, and I had no idea what I was supposed to be looking at, and I kind of looked like an idiot, because I was walking around, and I, I thought we were just doing an interview, so I went to the person with the mic, and I was like, okay, can we do the interview, and they were like, no, you like turn around but they didn't want to say it so i was like looking around like what are we doing and then i saw the picture on the wall and uh you know it just kind of all sat in i i was speechless at the moment i didn't know what to say and for you know for for anybody that's big but you know for someone who's from indiana and watches all the races and you know gets to see and you know those guys are um, you know, those guys are the ones you look up to your, you know, your, your career and to be, uh, next to someone, you know, back as Simon Pagano, I was there when Simon won the 500. It's just such an unreal moment. And I'm, I'm honored to be up there. Were you even remotely prepared, not just to win the race, but for the amount of attention that at 16 you've gotten for winning this race? You know, not really. You don't really know, and I've said this before, you don't know how big of a win it is until you actually win it. Um, you, you know, you. I try to look at everything as just another race. That way, you know, I don't kick up my nerves too much, which was obviously hard starting up front and being in the 39 BC. It, it, you know, it's hard at a race like that. But, um, no, I was not ready for it at all. And when we rolled out for there for the feature, I was just, you know, I was just hoping for a good race, you know, like a podium finish. And then, um, you know, like four or five laps in, I, I realized, you know, we got, you know, we've got a winning car here. Like this, this is on me at this point. Yeah. The, those guys gave me a winning car and it's just, I, I still has not sunk in what, what we accomplished last week. It's, it's unbelievable. What are you going to remember most from the race itself is there a particular moment as you you know start to look back on it that's going to stick out to you or is it all is it as a whole just one of those things where you can't really isolate anything out from the kind of the the whirlwind of emotions there um obviously you know winning at ims is you know the biggest thing that sticks out but um honestly the the craziest part of the race was me and Larson getting together. Um, and the big part of that was, is my car was actually, you know, bent up after that. I had a bent steering arm and it didn't want to turn left at all. And I think that's what makes the race even cooler. A lot of people don't know, but the car was, you know, bent up after me and Larson got together, uh, down there in three and four. So, um, I, I wish I would have got to race with Kyle a little bit more cause I think we would put on a show, but, um, and then, you know, another big thing is our, our team finished one, two, three, at one of the biggest races of the year. I think that speaks a lot about what we can do as a team and what we've, what we've accomplished. So um, I'm just happy to be able to get the win. 
knowing that this race obviously was started in honor of Brian, it was something that he wanted for so long. You know, what do you think he would say about this accomplishment, or what you know maybe would you want to say to him in the wake of of winning this race? Um, I think the first thing he would say to me is. I wish I would have won this race because he would have probably been racing too. But, um, no, I, I think it's, I think he would have been extremely happy. You know, I, I being Brian's last pick, this is definitely a meeting race for not only me and, uh, you know, myself and my family, but it's, it's huge for Tim. You know, this, this is a big win for, you know, for me and him. And on a personal level, uh, you know, this is the one that we wanted to get. And, you know, this is one that, you know, Tim, this is one that Tim never got. Well, obviously, cause it's only his second year, but, um, this is, I mean, Tim's won the chili bowl with Brian. He's won just about everything. And, you know, I think this one, this one was a big one. So you mentioned you're looking ahead to the next race. Uh, when is that? Are you running the the Power Eye Double this weekend, or is it still a couple weeks out for you? Um, well, the ne- I would say the next big race. I don't know if we're running Power Eye this weekend or not, but I'd say the next big race we're gonna we're gonna be running is you know Four Crown and Four Crown at Eldora is one that I want really bad because we were we were so good last year and we. You know, I qualified. I qualified second to my teammate. We have so much speed there. We uh, we broke on lap one of the feature last year. So you know, it's, I'm excited to go back. All right. So you know, put put this into perspective, if you will, because a lot of people over the past couple of days have called this a life changing moment for you. You know, how, how life-changing a moment is this? I mean, or is is this now a moment where you look back as a turning point and say, you know, you're never quite going to be the same driver that you were before you won this race? Or is it the Zeb side where you just sit back and try to, you know, not change and still be yourself even though you just won the biggest race of your life? Um, you know, I don't your attitude can't change off the racetrack at all because the moment you start getting cocky or um, anything like that, you know, that, that takes away from the win, honestly, in my opinion. You, you, you just got to treat it, you know, as you, you got to move on to the next race, right? You, you just won one of the biggest races, but that doesn't mean you can act any different off the racetrack, in my opinion. You just got to keep going and um, do what you can to win the next one. And see, that's where Zeb sticks out, where maybe some other drivers in my mind might not have, because he's got the perspective to move forward like that. Well, yeah, and I think, again, being humble and as well grounded as he is, you know, he's not going to let that get him carried away. He's focused on the next race, the next win, Mm -hmm. and I think having Tim Clawson as his mentor makes that, a lot kind easier. Of a, a lot, yep. Yeah, it does because you know that's how Tim has always been, and um, it's how Brian was. It was, it was. always yep. you know, okay, great, we won. I'm happy now. Next, next, right? <laughs> exactly. Just, Brian's now, the guy that wanted to run 200 in the season. So. Exactly. I just want to point out as well, if you watch the end of the race, how much Zeb drove like Brian. Like Brian. Yeah. Yes, I pointed that out yep. when I was talking with Tim after the race. Uh, Tom, real quickly, Wednesday night. Uh, Kyle Larson versus Michael Pickens versus Justin Grant. He flips, and he flips, and he spins, and Kyle wins. 
like, it, have you ever? It, no, I never, because <laughs> that's what you're supposed to say. Um, but but it's the truth. It is the truth, and it's it just was. It, it was one of those endings that you never could have predicted, no. and you couldn't do Hollywood it again. Hollywood couldn't write tried. that right. strip. Oh, yeah, no. um, you know, it just was crazy the way it all happened. Because really, other than the first, you know, the the wheel catch, um, yeah, you know, the 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 second guy basically just flipped for no reason, <laughs> and Kyle spun, and then right. you know, he ends up driving it across the line, broken to the wind. Uh-huh. Just amazing, pretty I mean, much. That's, but that's what short track. Midget racing. It is, and I, could be, I, I said you know? to somebody so after that it. race that USAC needed a finish like they that did. to kind yeah. of put them back yep. on the map, and they got it Wednesday yep. night. So a, uh, at the perfect Grant. time. Yes. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Poor Justin Grant. I he agree. says, "I'm going to go to the outside." Jumps uh, the cushion. No, you're not. <laughs> Jumps the cushion and almost <laughs> jumped the fence. How'd that yeah. Work for you. That pretty was a much. Good idea, wasn't it? All right. So. We're going to get ready to step away and come back with our final segment, F1 Cup Lightning Round. Eh, We'll go a lot of different places because we can. The Madness White Flag right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. 
outsmart them. This party is like so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. I'm not as good at doing the uh, air blues as Tom is, so I didn't try coming out of that break. Well, you know, 30-plus years of experience drumming the blues, you can still, it's just all about the rhythm on guitar. Fair enough. I can't actually hit the chords right, but you can do the rhythms. Right. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. Look at that. I got through an entire show and didn't need a reboot once. Well, we should mention that. I took your reboot. We yes, should, Blake we took my reboot. We should mention real quick that, that uh, My Computer Career, of course, if you're looking to change careers or if you're just looking for a first career, My Computer career can help the IT field is growing and it's going to continue to grow. It's a tremendous opportunity if you're looking for a field that is not going to be replaced by robots or, you know, replaced by technology because after all IT is all about technology. Uh, my computer career can be a great opportunity in as little as 4 months you can. In fact, be ready to accept a position as an IT professional. My computer career has financing or not financing but financial aid um, that, that is available if you're eligible including the gi bill and when you're done with your training and you're ready to be uh, to go out into the workforce my computer career also works with hundreds of employers to get you placed so uh, mycomputercareer.edu there's a free career evaluation you can take that and if you want to move forward don't even have to do it full-time a few days a week either online at one of their seven campuses across the country or you can do it uh, um, you know, either of those two ways. It doesn't make any difference. Um, and my computer career, again, as Jacob has been saying, is training for a better life. It is legit. I have been to their Raleigh campus and seen uh, the facilities there and talked to a couple of students who are now working. Uh, in fact, I just talked to one earlier this week, as a matter of fact, uh, who is living right near me, who is uh, who went through their training. It's outstanding. They do it right. So, um, you know, check them out. MyComputerCareer.edu. And thanks to Strutmasters.com. And, of course, HMSMotorsport.com as well um, for being a part of our Race Chaser family. So I challenge you to figure out where I'm going in this lightning round with what I'm about to say. Mamma mia, Forza Ferrari! <laughs> yeah, well, because that's what everybody in in Italy was saying on, on Sunday after the Italian Grand Prix at Monza. Well, I, you know, I think we know where the future of Ferrari lies, and it ain't with Sebastian <laughs> Vettel. You write about that. Who would have thought? At the beginning of the year, that Charles Leclerc would have two wins right now, and Sebastian Vettel would have no wins right now. Somehow, Ooh. Charles Charles Leclerc sounds a lot more high end than Charles Leclerc, doesn't it? That's which correct. is how most <laughs> well, he, yes, how most that's how most Englishmen don't know. Yeah, how to, yeah, exactly. He's he's from Monaco, so it's French. Yeah. So, uh, no, he look it. I mean, the the move that he made. And as, and as much as he ran, the way that he drove Hamilton, 
ever so gently mm-hmm. off the course. Um, you know, and was he was racing him hard, but not hard enough to draw That's the flag. Right. I mean, I just I love it. LeClaire showed something, and I love this. I love that, you know, the more youth you get in F1, these guys, I mean, yeah, it's a constructor series. I get it, and, and it's, you know, but, boy, Verstappen, LeClaire, I mean, you got these kids coming yeah. in now that are really, you, really You've talented. had both Mercedes drivers win this year, but yeah. you've also had Verstappen and LeClaire yeah. stand on top of the podium yep. this year, and that, to me, has been absolutely huge. Well, I agree, and I think you've got you know you look down the line for Ferrari. My goodness, you've got Mick Schumacher in your in your pipeline. Sebastian Vettel better be watching his back because if he doesn't get going in a hurry, Mick Schumacher's going to be in that well, car. And mix mix the real deal too. It, it, you know, it, it's it's people that I talk to from over there stop short of saying that he's Michael, but that's okay because he's good enough being Mick, and Correct. he's got the talent, he's got the marketability. Um, you know, you you. So you've got Mick down there. You've got uh, Enzo Fittipaldi, who's yes. a couple of years away. Yes. But, you know, certainly Fittipaldi is is a future for, I mean, Ferrari is stacked with talent right yes, down into are. F2, F3. And I'll tell you what, for, for somebody like Enzo, you know, they've done a really good job, Ferrari has, with helping to build, and I think Kimi Raikkonen's been a big part of that, with building uh, the Alfa Romeo yep. side as their, you know, as their junior team. And yep. I think that that could be a good landing place for somebody like Enzo if he gets to form. Formula One quick enough that maybe there's not a place for him at the Ferrari proper team right. just yet. Yep, and you know, so there's there's just a lot of talent there, and I mean, you 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 look at you got Pietro mm-hmm. Fittipaldi also not with Ferrari, but you've got him him. He's a Haas the, junior in, driver, in the Haas, he? yeah. And there's I was that's where I'm leading. I think you know that's another example. I think it's time for Haas. To buy Roman, yeah, they need to get rid of Grosjean. Um, you know, Magnuson's at least shown speed, yeah. but they can't. The problem is they can't keep those cars together this year. Right. I mean they they've got housework to do, but yes. I think I think Grosjean needs to go. I Kevin think Magnuson and Pietro Fittipaldi would be a great lineup yeah, next. year. I think year. it's time really to bring would. Pietro up. Um, you know, because honestly, I I I think Pietro, if he were an IndyCar right now, would be a star. Oh yeah. And you and sure. so you look at it and you say, okay, there's you know if you're not going to be an IndyCar and you're going to stick for F1. You can't you can't wait too long here. No, so it's can't. time to bring him up. You're right. Um, and I think he's ready. So, you know, that was a big, big deal it for was. a player to get that win. First a Ferrari for win at Monza since Fernando Alonso, yeah, that's, I believe. Yeah, that's been a while. And, you know, he... Seven or eight years. He really looked like Juan Pablo Montoya in, in a lot of ways I, in that I, drive. Who was there F1. at Monza, yeah. by the way? Yeah. He was watching. Yeah, I mean, I just think, um, you know, it's it's... It, that really was a spark that the series badly needed was to get him into victory lane. And, you know, you got Verstappen. I feel bad that Gasly, I think he got shortchanged because I don't think that Red Bull team is as good as Verstappen's. I don't think we saw well, really no, what Tor- Pierre could Of do, course but, Toro Rosso. You know. Toro Rosso's the B team. Well, no, no, I'm talking about oh, oh, his oh. team at Red Bull versus Verstappen. Oh, okay. I just think okay, there's okay. a difference. If you look at Gasly's issues, a lot of them were as much related to team issues as well, Gasly's and, and Alex Albon really hasn't got, you know, it's not been any better right. since Alex Albon went over there. So, so I would argue that's more a team issue than a driver issue. Right. And so yeah. I'm hoping, because I believe in Pierre, and I think he's yeah. got the capability, so I'm hoping he gets another shot, if not with with Red, uh, Red Bull, Bull with somewhere else. else. Yeah, yeah. I for mean, sure. But there's some young talent in that series that could really make it a very exciting series 
as you know, you get a couple of those. Ask guys Lando like, Norris about that. Yeah. Well, there's yeah again. Yeah. yeah. And Esteban Ocon's coming back next year for Renault and right. replacing Nico Hulkenberg. Which you know what? I give Nico credit for what he did to help build Renault, but it was time to make that. Well, change. it was. And and here again, I think you add those guys, and then you bring up uh you know a, a Pietro, and then you bring up Enzo in a year or two. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh my gosh, you know you get <laughs> this is going to be five, fun. six, seven yeah. of these young Ooh. aggressive. It's going to be a different series. It is. The, the, the constructors are going to have to start acknowledging that these drivers need to be allowed to race instead yes. of, you know, micromanaging exactly. the strategy for exactly, for all, you know. S- Speaking of strategy, that uh, leads perfectly into where I wanted to go, which is playoffs and the opening race of the playoffs, playoffs. this weekend at Las Talking Vegas playoffs? for the playoffs. Cup Series. Because, and then there were 16. And, and there were 16. Now we start trying to figure out who the best 12 of those 16 are. And I don't think it's as clear-cut as some people would lead you to believe it is. I think this is going to be a knockdown dragout to determine which four guys get knocked out in this for, in these next three races. And I, I firmly believe that we're going to be shocked. Somebody big who's a power player is going to get knocked out after these first three races. Well, we always see it every year. That's always the case. But I'm looking through the standings. I'm going to have to say it's going to be one of the Hendrick boys. I, I see like that was that was my first thought. I, I people are going to call me crazy. I'll be honest. My first thought as shock elimination in round one, Chase Elliott. Wow, I wouldn't go to that. I don't. No, I, I don't. Uh, I don't believe that. I. Th- I. I think Chase has been nowhere these last four races. Yeah, but it's playoff time. I. I again, you don't know who's been experimenting. I. 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 I would more tend to agree that um, Bowman would be one, but I. I. I look at the bottom and. I don't see Clint Boyer, Eric Almirola, either of those two, and I'm really not very, um, I'm not very excited about Kyle Larson either. I think you could easily see those three all be gone after the first round, and you know I think the one that everybody thinks is going to be gone, Ryan, Ryan Newman. Newman. He's going to be bullish enough to advance. I, I think ugh, literally, I actually think We've that, seen this before. I think that Newman uh, gets to round two before he gets an, knocked out. I'll throw out. another interesting name that people don't think is going to be knocked out that ought to be watching his back in round one and that's ryan blaney um yeah and i and and that's true because it's the same thing i've said all along it once you get to the playoffs you've got to you've got to win you've got to you got to win you got to run up front now if you're a newman you're not going to win you're just hoping Mm -hmm. that you can scratch by as far as you can he's just that's not a winning car i don't think the 10 is a winning car right now i i the 42 is so up and down that you can never predict it i mean boyer you know has his good and his bad days Uh, you know you look at some of these guys bowman the same way i think when it comes to the playoffs I think Ryan Blaney, if he's going to stick around much past the first round, he's going to have to win a race. Absolutely. No, I agree with that. And he's not been able to do that all year. That 12 car has not performed up to the level of his two teammates. And that's where I'm going to throw in a bold prediction that I didn't get to make earlier in this show. But I'm going to make it now. Matt DiBenedetto going to the 21 car next year. My bold take, DiBenedetto outperforms Ryan Blaney next year the 21 versus the 12. See, I hear, I think the opposite's going to happen. I'm not saying that, I mean, because if, if you look at stats, one of them's going to be ahead of the other. But I think that 
the Benedetto coming over is going to spark that entire organization because that's Matt, just like mm-hmm. Chastain. Chastain lights a fire under everybody in your group, and and Matt will do the same thing. I actually think that they'll look at Blaney and they'll fix what they have to fix. I don't believe it's Ryan, and I don't necessarily believe it's a crew chief or whatever. But there's just that car needs something, and I think that Penske looks at that over the off season, and I think they get him going, and I believe Ryan will will be better next year. Remember, this year has been mostly Toyota. Well, True. let me ask so. y'all something else. Do we see a surprise guy that is really goes to the top tier besides? We have our Gibbs and our Penskys. Do we see a surprise to possibly take Helm, possibly at the top and make it to Homestead, though? Are you talking about an individual driver? Yes. A surprise? Possibly well, dethroning some of your top is, Penske and Gibbs guys. If if Kurt Busch is a surprise to you, yes, because I do believe Kurt I was Busch gonna goes say, Kurt, to the I, F4. Kurt Busch, it what you know, based on the way Chevy's looked all year, Kurt Busch was my. If somebody's going to upset the apple cart, because right now my final four are Kyle Busch, Martin Truex, Denny Hamlin, and Brad Keselowski. And if anybody's going to upset the apple cart and bump one of those guys out, I believe it's going to be the one car for sure. I'm not buying Truex this year. I'm buying Bush. I'm buying Hamlin. I think Logano and Kurt Busch are going to be the other two. Well, I'm going to remind you that uh, 12 wins between three Joe Gibbs racing drivers. Just saying. Well, let me buy. I'll buy something as well. I'll have to agree with Tom with Truex, but I'm going to go Bush. I feel like I'll even put this out there. I believe Hamlin gets his first title this year i do too that's oh, gonna right. be my denny hamlin prediction. is that's the favorite pick. right now and that's I, my I, pick and then i'm of course i'm gonna go harvick but i'm gonna throw out i'm gonna throw out um joey logano i feel like he can possibly outdo his teammate brad brad keselowski and make it i'm in. so torn on harvick right now because he's gotten hot a little bit through the summer i just wonder if that you know he's the only thing that Stuart haas has going for him now i just wonder if they can sustain it but you can be hot and still not make it to the final. It's it right. because, like you said, this is going to be a slobber knocker. These these so many of these teams are relatively even, and I think Logano and even Keselowski have been experimenting. They've kind of been just hiding back in the corner. They got their wins early until you know. I think you're going to see them be back in full force. Chevy's getting hot at the right time, mm-hmm. but I think Kurt Busch is the guy because he's he is really motivated. Right there now. is no big three anymore. It could be a big eight if we want yeah, it to. I agree. I yeah. agree. And I don't count out Eric Jones. <laughs> yeah. Don't fall there asleep on Eric Jones. I picked him for Darlington, and he got it. Don't so. fall asleep on Eric Jones. I'm not falling asleep on Eric this Jones a, at all because he's motivated to go out and show that he can run at the same level of it as his teammates have all year. And I think that 20 team going to be dangerous when you get down the stretch. Yeah. We'll take our final break and pick our winners for Las Vegas coming up in just a minute. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. 
Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. This is our white flag, and within it, we are going to pick who we believe wins Sunday's South Point Hotel and Casino 400 at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Thank you, Brendan Gone, by the way, for that backing. Uh, you know, Got to give Brendan a shout-out, because he does the whole fantasy thing on sure. Sunday anyways. So, All right, Tom, lead it off. Kyle Busch, what else you want to know? Okay, Blake? Stole my thunder. Hometown boy. He's hot for the first race in the playoffs. And he, needs to get, he wants to go ahead and get that win so he can just ride the next two races and learn things. I pick hometown boy Kyle Busch to win it, but watch out for brother Kurt as well. I was going to say, yep. right family, yep. wrong brother. Well, Kurt, my other yeah, Kurt Busch wins Sunday at Vegas. Kyle's never been really strong over his career at Las Vegas. Kurt of the two brothers. Different package. Well, again, Kurt was the stronger one of the two back in March. But this one, and it's not because of the hometown thing. I'm not doing a hometown thing. Those are just the two guys I think have the best shot to win. No, I agree with that. Now, everybody does say, though, keep in mind that this is going to be a different race because of the heat. Yes, James? How about this one here? This will throw one in for you. Guy got hot lately, won the first race of the season. Now we're into the playoffs. He's going to win it, too. How about Denny Hamlin? Okay. I, I could buy it. Denny's been good on mile and I a half. I would have bought Matt DiBenedetto had he <laughs> said it, but oh. he, he didn't say it. I'd so, love no. to have that one happen. Also, <laughs> watching him get it with the underdog. Also, watch reason. out for a heart 
for a hot Kevin Harvick as well. He'll be one to watch. Could be interesting. Three yeah. wins in the last seven races. Thanks to mycomputercareer.edu, HMS Motorsport, and strutmasters.com for what they do to make this show possible for Tom Baker, Blake Harris, James Mellick running the board. I'm Jacob Seelman. Keep it off the wall. If you're headed to a racetrack, we might just see you there, folks, till we meet again. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit racechasermedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.